The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, it's one of the hottest new trends in dieting and lifestyle. Find out if the keto diet is something that might be right for you. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Michael Layla, Ph.D., is the Chief Research Scientist at Dr. Mercola Premium Products. Dr. Layla is a formulator, user, and advocate of the dietary supplements, nutritional foods, and healthy lifestyles. Before joining Dr. Mercola, Dr. Layla was the Technical Director at Now Foods, also responsible for the new products, science, nutrition, regulatory, and quality. Dr. Layla has a PhD in chemical engineering from the University of Wisconsin-Madison and has written and presented webinars on various aspects of nutrition, quality, dietary supplements, and health. And we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And it's a pleasure to be here. This is my second show. I was here two years ago. I remember. Thank Mm -hmm. you and welcome back. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic? So my mission, what I love to do is create natural products for people that want natural products, really good quality products to help them improve their health. Wonderful. Easy. Easy. And I love to do it. And over over my 30 years of doing this, I've probably developed hundreds of, literally hundreds of products. Well, you can absolutely feel your passion, and so it comes right through, and thank thank you you for your contribution in life. Today, we're talking about ketosis and the ketogenic diet, and I have so many questions. What is ketosis and the ketogenic diet? Ah, okay, the keto diet, that's what everybody's talking about today. It is the buzzword, isn't it? It is the buzzword. Um, Dr. McCola just wrote a book, it's called Fat for Fuel. And it's all about eating fats. And that's what ketogenic, the ketogenic diet is all about, eating fats as opposed to carbs. Mm. And we can get into why you would want to do this as we go through the, um, through the show today. Because it used to be all about protein only, what, a year or two ago, and now it's shifted. Absolutely. So if you look back into our history as we, when we were hunter-gatherers, Fats were a lot of what was available, believe it or not. Fats from fresh meat, fats from the oils and the lard. And so we uh, would eat a lot of fats. In fact, in the, in the late in the 1800s, the ninth, early 1900s, uh, we ate a lot of fats. And when, when we talk later about the different kinds of good fats, you'll say, wow, that's something my great-grandparents might have eaten. But... and Guess what? They were skinny. Mm-hmm. They looked good. They had good health. So we need to go back to that. They didn't have drive drive through restaurants, probably. Right? Drive through <laughs> restaurants. Right. Yes. So why would you want to eat fats instead of carbs? Yeah. So carbs. Um, there are two ways in which we can burn fuel for energy. We can take carbs. And they get converted into sugars and then into carbon dioxide. And eventually the sugars will reside in various parts of our bodies where we really don't want them to. The other way to, for our cells to get energy is to burn fats. 
and fats are a very clean form of burning energy. They burn to ketones, and that's the whole keto and ketogenesis and the ketogenic diet. It's all about burning fats to ketones. Um, and so I guess I still need to kind of figure out how do you get to that, to mm. those ketones. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll get to that because I'm new to this. Um, but why has the medical nutritional conventional wisdom been to eat less fat? Um, I think I, in, the, in the 20s and 30s, um, the medical industry talked about getting into fats. And then in the 40s, 50s, 60s, you had these new products come out, these processed fats, the margarines and all that, and they began to take off and, and become the type of food for everybody to eat. And nobody really understood them. We were eating trans fats, mm -hmm. and those, as we know today, are really not good for us at all. In fact, they're really bad for us. And so... Um, the, and then proteins, of course, are important for muscle building. There's no question about that. And so the medical, pharmaceutical, f big food industry found it more convenient to provide protein rather than fats. And so that's what drove that um, direction. And we were told, don't eat fat, don't eat fat, it's not good for you, you're going to get fat, when in f uh, eat a lot of protein, when in fact a great balance is, is just right, and much more fat is much more valuable. But just, right, just not those trans fats, the right kind of fat. The right kinds of fats, yes, the right kinds of fats. So um, what are the mitochondria, and what role do they play in health? So can you explain what yeah, mitochondria is? Sure. So everybody's talking about the keto diet, and everybody wants to um, use ketogenesis to diet. And to me and to Dr. McCola, that's not the most important part of eating fats. The most important part of eating fats is for your mitochondria. So your mitochondria are little granules that are in every single living cell in your body. You've got mitochondria in every cell. And the mitochondria is, are the energy packets. It's in the mitochondria that ATP is generated. And ATP is the energy source that we use in our bodies. So every cell generates energy to keep itself alive and for other purposes. And fats are um, the, the uh, direction of going to, to ketogenic diet for us is more about enhancing and improving the health of your mitochondria. Your mitochondria does a number of things for you. First of all, yes, it, it's the place where the fuel is turned into energy for the body, so that's really important. But also there are other things going on in the mitochondria. And there are signaling functions, which involve um, the cells communicating with each other in your body for your whole body function. Um, there are uh, other uh, biological pathways that are, that are happening in your mitochondria. And they work better when you're eating fats as opposed to carbs. So really, the focus on health needs to be on the focus on mitochondria. You improve your mitochondria, you can improve things like Dr. McCullough talks about, long-term inflammation, reducing inflammation. Um, you can improve your, there are many um, aspects of um, uh, weight management, weight loss, 
um, uh, muscle building and uh, appetite uh, suppression as well that come out of that, but really it's about the, the, um, the health of your mitochondria. So my next question, and thank you for explaining that mitochondria, um, is related to ketogenesis. Mm -hmm. So how, can you explain that whole process of when you get to ketogenesis and, and then how it's related to mitochondria? Yeah, sure. So the way to get to trend, uh, ketogenesis is, is to go through a process to transition your body to, um, from one that is normally used to eating carbs and sugars to one that eats fat and then produces ketones. So that's the process of ketogenesis. This needs to occur in the mitochondria. And what we want to do is support the mitochondria, is number one, feed the mitochondria with fats. Number two, support the mitochondria with things like CoQ10 and PQQ and ubiquinol. These are all um, biological compounds that are involved in what's called the proton, proton pump. So protons are being pumped into the mitochondria, and the mitochondria uses these supplemental compounds to produce um, ATP. ATP is what the cells use for energy. So it's all this process that you want to do through the process of ketogenesis and the process of um, uh, dieting in a keto fashion. So um, how long does it take to get to a ketotonic state when I first start? Like, if I've never been in, if I've never tried this before. Yeah, so you want to begin a preparation and then transition to um, ketogenesis and then be into ketogenesis. And it's going to take roughly 30 days to go through this process. Okay, and we're going to talk more about this in just a, in just a little bit here. But um, I think, yeah, I want to really break down the, the types of um, the diets. How many types of diets are there? Well, there are different types of ketogenic diets. And one of the things that Dr. McCullough integrates in with ketogenic diets is um, in, uh, fasting as well. Mm -hmm. That's an integral part of ketogenesis. So... Let's look at the different kinds of ketogenic diets there are. There's the, the, what you might call a standard ketogenic diet, where you eat perhaps 70% of your meals is fat, about 25% is protein, and then only a tiny amount, the 5% is carbs. So that's a complete reversal from eating carbs. So that's kind of a, and that you do on a regular basis, and you transition yourself slowly to get there. It takes about a month to get there. But there are other kinds of ketogenic diets as well. There's um, uh, one that is uh, sort of one that is great for athletes because athletes need carbs. They do need carbs just before they work out. So one of the things you do is you pump yourself up with carbs 30 to 60 minutes before your workout. So, but you're still doing, at other times, you're still consuming the, the fats and the good quality um, um, ingredients that we're going to be talking about. And then there's another type. It's called a, it's called a cyclical um, ketogenic diet. And in the, in, that, in the cyclical ketogenic diet, what you're doing is you're eating the, the fats according to the formula that I mentioned earlier pretty much five days a week. 
And then for a couple days, you'll increase your um, carb content higher. And that's a cyclical fashion. And your body loves to be in cyclical fashion. We think that we want to be comfortable. We want to eat the same food every day. We want to have our breakfast, our lunch, our dinner, the usual way we like to. But our body, because we were hunter-gatherers at one time, is not accustomed to that. Our body actually wants to be to be yinged and yanged and twisted around. And so some days you want to be on a, on a fat diet, and then a couple days a week you want to be on a carb diet. And then also um, the, this concept of fasting, which we can talk about. Well, this is very interesting information. We have to take a quick break. More in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Michael Layla from Dr. Mercola. And we're talking about ketosis and the ketogenic diet. And um, Dr. Layla... It's really interesting. Um, you're really explaining this well, but you're in the process of talking about um, the different types of ketogenic diets. So can you explain this a little bit sure. more? Sure. There, there are different types of ketogenic diets. There's the, the type where it's a standard diet where you continue to eat, say, 70% fats, 25% protein, and 5% carbs on a daily basis. And then there are other times when, for example, athletes will need to carb up before they work out. And so 30 minutes to 60 minutes before working out, you want to carb up uh, for it and uh, as a sort of a, a diversion or a difference from the standard ketogenic diet. And then there's the cyclical uh, ketogenic diet where you may be um, consuming fats in the in the keto process for about every day for five days and then for two days you change over and eat more carbs which would be eating more uh, more a standard American diet but hopefully they're good carbs as opposed to bad carbs that's really what you want to do and then integrated into all of this is the concept of fasting this is something that Dr. McCullough has talked about a lot there's intermittent fasting. This is where you eat your uh, final meal of the day, hopefully not too late at night, 
and then fast all the way through the night, through the morning, and then your first meal is at lunchtime. Do you think you can do that? That's hard for some people. But you, if you get into it, and again, it takes a little bit of time to, to get into inter intermittent fasting, and you can do it. Um, it's hard for me to do it when I'm traveling, but when I'm home in the, uh, um, and in the office, um, that's what I do. I'll, I'll, I'll have a drink in the morning, but that's it until lunchtime. And your body adapts to that. And what happens with that is your body then begins to um, consume your adipose tissues, mm -hmm. which is what you're trying to do in weight loss. So it, intermittent fasting is a great um, combination with a ketogenic diet. And in addition to intermittent fasting, there are some other ways to detoxify and diet and um, go on a, a, a fasting for an initial period of time, say for a little longer, for maybe instead of 12 hours, maybe 18 hours for a cup for a few days. And that is a way to very quickly um, change your um, dieting by fasting. People don't realize it. Fasting is not just that you're that you're consuming less food. Fasting is causing the body to change the way it's eating food. So fasting is a great combination and complementary form to to the keto diet. How long should you be staying on the keto diet, or do you transition that into your lifestyle? So again, um, it, the concept is it's going to take you about a month which means you really need to hang in there because sometimes people, want to, after about a week, they want to say, oh, I'm not feeling really the benefits. I'm not seeing the weight loss. I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is right for me. Hang in there because it takes those few weeks to get there. But once you're there, um, I would say keep on it for a month and then you might go back to more standard eating for a while, and then get back on it again for another month. So you do want to vary things. You don't need to be eating the same kinds of food every day. And that's, I think, a, a sort of a, a misconception where people think that, well, if I've got to be on a diet, I'm going to be on this diet for the rest of my life. The, the reality is you actually want to cycle back and forth between different kinds of diets, different kinds of eating. Your body is, is, is great at, at adapting to this. Uh, the, the analogy I would give is the cross trainer. Mm. The cross trainer, in order to use different muscles of their body, will do swimming one day and, and running the next day and weightlifting the next day and cardio another day. And in that way, you really... Um, subject your body to different uh, forces and different conditions, and that really is best for your body. And so it's an, it's an analogous situation here. Different diets work very well. Yeah, and you never really get bored. And right? then your you body. never get bored. Yeah, what a great point. Yeah, yes. you keep your body guessing. Yes. Uh, what kind, So you mentioned um, what kinds of fats are good to consume. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the food. Sure, okay. So there are a, a whole range of good fats. Now, when you're transitioning into ketosis, a great fat is MCT oil, medium-chain triglyceride oil. It's derived from coconut, typically. 
Um, and the form of MCT oil that's the best, that's been found to be the best, that is great, the best for generating ketones in the mitochondria is the C8 or caprylic acid form. There are a variety of different MCT oils. So make sure you get one that is the C8 or caprylic acid form of MCT oil. And what you can do with it, you can, it's, you can take a spoonful. I, I add it to my coffee. I can add it to... Um, just to add it on a food, like it's a, it's a very light oil. And so that's a great way to, when you're going through transition to, to, um, to where you're eat, trying to eat your normal foods on the way to moving towards uh, higher fats, add some MCT oil. Now, when you're in ketosis or in uh, your ketogenic diet, so let's start looking. You want to eat um, things like uh, good fats, again, like coconut fats, avocados are great fats, um, grass-fed meats, uh, wild salmon. These are all really, really good quality fats that will help you. You also want to eat um, things like raw butter and, uh, and ghee, which is a clarified butter. Um, and tallow and lard. These are all natural fats, great fats for you. Um, and combine that, of course, with protein and, um, and vegetables. And, and a lot of vegetables, obviously, will provide you that um, small amount of carbs that, that uh, you want. A lot of vegetable goes a long way to providing a very small amount of carbs. Uh, and the best vegetables are the ones that have the highest nutrients in them, the, uh, the kales, the spinach, the broccoli. Those are the, the great vegetables uh, to consume. So what you want to do, oh, and then you, there are other places where you can get good fats from. You can get them from nuts, like macadamia nuts mm. and pecans. You can get them from seeds, like flax seeds and hemp seeds and cumin seeds. Dr. McCullough is a huge fan of cumin seeds and uh, um, other seeds like that that are very naturally rich in good quality fats. So that's kind of the, the, the breadth of foods that you can eat in, the, in a ketogenic diet. How do you know when you're in ketosis? So you'll begin to feel differences in your body. You'll begin to, um, first of all, you will begin to lose weight and, you, and lose um, measurement. Um, inches. At the, in, inches. So that's, a, that's an immediate, and it's also a very self-gratifying form of knowing that you're in ketosis. You will also be able to smell a little acetone or ketone on your breath. And that's one of the sort of downsides. So it's very important. Oral health becomes very important with when you're in ketosis. Brush your teeth. Um, use um, coconut oil as uh, for oil pulling. If you've heard of oil pulling, you'll 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 swish coconut oil in your mouth. For, um, and we have a great coconut oil um, MCT mixture that's very easy to to swish in the mouth, and that will help um, improve your, um, the, o the odor of your mouth. And if you do this on a regular basis, you, you won't notice anything there. But if you don't, you'll notice those, that's a change that you'll notice and that it is a change that tells you that you're in ketosis. Hmm. 
Um, different for, for a man and a woman? For men a and little women? different for a man and a woman. Um, I think uh, you want to modify your foods a little bit. Uh, for example, women tend to eat less meat um, and more vegetables. And that's fine. You can still balance that. You're going to get less fat from the meats than you would. So you want to compensate that maybe with a little bit more butter um, or um, more uh, coconut oil and more avocados. Put more avocados, seeds, and nuts mm. in your salads, for example. And that would be kind of a little... Um, um, a little bit different for a woman than for a man who tends, most men tend to eat more, the, they'll eat the fish and the meat, while the women, women should still, it's not about not eating, it's about eating less or more. Okay, that's a good point. Uh, what kinds of support products help you transition to a state of ketosis? So there are a number of support products for your mitochondria. That's where Dr. McCullough is really focused on, is improving the health of the mitochondria. And so support products for the mitochondria would include things like ubiquinol, CoQ10, PQQ, berberine. These are all supplements that help with mitochondrial health, but they also help you transition at the same time they help you transition through the ketosis and support your ketosis. So um, my next question is obviously not everything is for everybody. So what types of people should not attempt a ketogenic diet? Mm, yes. So if you have some chronic diseases, you need to be a little careful about uh, getting on a a ketogenic diet, you definitely want to talk with a doctor and a nutritionist because typically the doctor that's treating your chronic disease will not have much knowledge about uh, ketosis. Um, there are uh, sometimes for, for, for uh, women that are, um, have very low weight, that's really not a good place to be with a, with a ketogenic diet. You, and so what you want to do, instead of going all that way to 70% fat, you want to kind of balance it off a little, bring that down to maybe 50% fat and up the protein and the carbs a little bit, kind of more, a more of a balanced um, um, approach. Um, certainly if you've got um, um, inflammation, a ketogenic diet will actually ultimately help you reduce your inflammation. Dr. McCullough's talked about this quite a bit in terms of um, reducing active oxygen species, which help reduce your inflammation. So that's actually a good thing to get into. And uh, last question, what about uh, pets, cats, dogs? So this is a very interesting area. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Becker, who is our holistic doctor um, associated with Dr. McCall, and she's developed um, a number of products, and she talks about holistic approaches to caring for your pet, says that um, ketogenic diets are, are absolutely great for uh, especially dogs as well. And in fact, there's a study going on that she's associated with at a university looking at use, utilization of the ketogenic diet for animal health. And it goes the same way. Uh, what you see happening is reduced inflammation, um, less joint pain, for example. And so um, animals can also get on a ketogenic diet. Hmm. This is very interesting. Thank you so much for your time and for all of your explanations. 
some great advice, and we really appreciate your knowledge. We look forward to having you on again as well. But in the meantime, you can get more information on Dr. Layla on his website, Mercola.com. We look forward to your next visit. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market Radio Show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.